Hey, this is Pete Fakey from Autoptic, here to let you know that the Digital Festival is back in 2021. Uh, we're teaming up with Gutter Boys and the Thick Lines podcast to bring you a series of nine readings and interviews from some of the best creators around the world. We got Jaime Hernandez, Blue Delaquanti, Pascal Girard, Wang Pixen, Trung Li Nguyen, Josh W. Cotter, Kyler Roberts, Leomi Sadler, and Shira Spector. Follow Autoptic wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube and make sure to follow Gutter Boys and Thick Lines. Exactly. So uh, let's get into, uh, let's round it out with some uh, comic book toy talk. Um, oh, yeah. So now that we've got the, uh, the news out of the way, we're going to go ahead and round this out with some discussion of our favorite comic tie-ins with toys, whether it be Happy Meals, officially licensed products, and so forth. Uh, JB, you're more of a toy guy than me, so I'll let you lead off here. Okay, so in terms of toys that are directly relating to a comic license, the biggest one is going to obviously be Eastman and Laird's TMNT. That's, that's the most obvious one. That's the, the, I guess, brand that I've been following the longest since high school, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started uh, buying my old toys that I used to have as a kid and buying them, you know, in package. Because the art, I, I don't know how often I talk about this, but the original artwork on the first like four or five waves of the Playmates line for Ninja Turtles is some of the best toy packaging that was out there at the time. You're talking about like the 89, 90s on the cards? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was all hand-drawn. I think the first wave was all done with, with those magic markers. And uh, I want to say watercolor or something. I mean, these were, I mean, they were using pretty low-tech materials to make the artwork. And while you can tell that they do look pretty um unpolished in that sense Mm -hmm. they're great like there's there's something about that quality to them where it is so clearly handmade and being done by a major toy company like that that is like very interesting to me were those playmates if i recall correctly yep playmates yeah okay yeah and playmates still has the license uh things have changed over the years uh, Wait, I thought like, uh, Nika had the license now. Well, okay, so here, here's where it, that happened. Okay. Playmates had a stranglehold on the license for like 20-plus years. They refused. Okay. They had what's called a master license, mm-hmm. and uh, this was an agreement that was signed with them and the original license holders for Ninja Turtles, which was Mirage at the time. And this license basically meant that no other company could make toys. <clears throat> Sorry, that no other company could make Ninja Turtle toys. Playmates was, was the only company allowed to do it. Outside of maybe, you know, foreign import companies like in Japan. Uh, but if they were doing that in Japan, that means they could only be available as imports. You could not buy them in the States. So it was, you know, pretty much the Americas. Right. And it was like that for a while. Uh, people were clamoring for like adult-centered <clears throat> or adult-targeted Ninja Turtle figures, so they kind of acquiesced to that, and they released some pretty trash 
stuff sometime in, I want to say like the late 2000s, early 2010s. And then something weird happened. Uh, A company based out of New Jersey, NECA, they managed to find a loophole with this license and made it so that they could release their own Ninja Turtle figures as exclusives, only available at certain comic conventions. So there was a limited number Uh. produced. And as a result, they were allowed to make them without playmates, you know, breathing down their backs. Uh, Now, before that, NECA was releasing Mirage-based Ninja Turtle figures. So these were figures based on the original Mirage comic, not the cartoon. 